podcast. Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. Season three, episode 23. Thank you for listening to us. I'm your host, Jazz Wilson, and I'm here with the team, Tom Hazelden. Pickled limes. Anna Neary. Hi. And Lucy Wilson. Hello. How are we diddling? Good. 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 How are you, Diddlin? I am Diddlin. Audience on top of Diddlin. Diddlin, doodlin. Yeah. If you doodlin, you must be Diddlin, surely. And if you Diddlin, let's not go there. (laughs) So, for you today, the show is going to be a little bit different. We are going to tell you about shows we've seen. We've seen quite a few shows in the last couple of weeks, so we thought we'd cram them all together and put them into this section for you. Also, we have a very interesting article that we have received from Andrew Stuckey at Ticket Source. So we are going to talk about that. And then the show will continue as normal with our shows that we've picked for you to see in the next two weeks if they are in your local area. Our game, who's that character, and album of the week. And to finish off, we have recommendations, as we usually do. So, Tom and Anna, kick us off with our first show of this show. Well, we didn't just see one show. What? We saw six. Way. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, that. Really funny. Anna, go. Tom. Go. Well, my name is Tom, and I saw six last week. If I had to describe it, it was on fleek. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, very nice. <laughs> that was really good. Not really. Um, yeah, we saw six because it was someone's birthday. Isn't that right, Jazz? Happy birthday to you. It was, but it wasn't mine. Anna. No, it was Anna's. It was birthday. Anna's birthday. And I turned 23 and this is the 23rd episode. Whoop de whoop. Oh, Wowzers. Crazy. Trousers. It was like it was meant oh, to be. so cute. Anna, tell us about the show. Go on, it was your present. What What was it like? What What did you enjoy about it? Everything. Everything. Every, it wasn't a single every, thing that you... No. <laughs> it's like when you, ask, when you ask a kid, like... <laughs> what do you want for Christmas? And they're like, Everything. stuff. <laughs> stuff is what I want. Lots of stuff. How, how were the cast? Insane. How how were they all? <laughs> came on in straight jackets. <laughs> <laughs> they were mad. No, they were amazing. Incredible. My question is, how does it run? Because it's not a concert, but it's not a show. It's like somewhere in the middle, isn't it? Uh, well, I would say it's definitely a musical. Okay. I would say it's not definitely not a concert. It is a musical, I would personally say, just because there are all the songs do link and there is dialogue in between each one <laughs> and there is a storyline and the ending comes to the ending that it does because of what's happened throughout. So, yeah. I disagree, but what else is there? <laughs> <laughs> As for usual, um, go on, Tom. Why, why would you disagree? I, I think the 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 way it's done is more like a... Like you said, It's I wouldn't say that it's like a straight concert, but I wouldn't say it's a musical. I think it's more like a cabaret um okay but it's not that there's not like a enough of a cohesive storyline for it to be a musical in my mind like it is kind of bordering on that i think because you know the songs kind of progress the character more than the story but i think the way it's done is like you know with all the the kind of pop songs it's meant to like emulate a concert but 
also be this weird kind of middle ground where you can like you know enjoy enjoy theater and learn about history but they're not like i don't know the the characters the 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 dialogue they do in the middle is more like i don't know it's less story based and more kind of like what you could imagine like i don't know it, like like how you would imagine almost like a girl band would maybe talk to each other on stage um yeah so i don't know it's it's yeah who knows what to call it but did so you enjoy to... it tom as well yeah it's one of the best pieces of theater i've ever seen really 100%. Yeah. for you to say that tom 100%. and you are very critical as we well know for you to say that it must have been awesome um tom and i were talking about the set and stuff and the lighting and all of that you were saying like how cleverly done it is with so very little yeah so it looks like some iron fencing or gates like a kind of a church style fence i guess um but there's like strip leds on all of them that light up different colors and so um, shape different things it's very clever yeah and it kind of looks you you probably unless you kind of studied it for a while you wouldn't realize that it was a uh, like a, a fence or an iron gate kind of thing it just looks like like you would imagine if you went to like a, a small gig somewhere there's there's not really much set and the band are on stage as well so that's quite cool yeah which and is they're awesome. all female right and all they're, female. they're all female which i forgot about but they make a point of they introduce all the band to start with like they do in a concert like uh, we've got emily on the drums and so and so on the bass or whatever um it's quite cool, that. Yeah. It is so good. It's very cool. The it's... costumes were amazing. The actresses were amazing. And the energy throughout the whole show is ridiculous. Like, it's just those six, six girls that carry that show. Because there's no interval, is there's, it? Uh, no oh. interval. It's 75 minutes long, and it's the energy from start to finish was incredible. Like, there was no drop in in energy for any of it. So that I can see why it's short, because it must be quite intense for the girls on the stage because if you think about an actual concert like performers don't perform that long really do they no so these girls obviously were and the choreography was amazing yeah i very much was surprised by the choreography and how good it was um and the girls are so like i've never seen dancing more like tight it was really good also i didn't think the choreography was that complex but it looked really good mm. like obviously it can't be that difficult because they have to sing as well but simple um, but effective yeah yeah it, look, it looked some great of it was quite hard yeah um i mean it's probably a, I, don't, I don't know if it would be an easy show to do or a difficult show to do but um i think i i think it's probably easy in terms of like when you look at you can tell they're just having fun with each other on yeah. stage like you know you've got um you've got Anne Boleyn up on stage, but you can tell that it's not Anne Boleyn. It's the girl that's playing Anne Boleyn, just like, you know, using different names. Yeah, so, interesting. That's really good. Um, it's a clever mix. It's well done, mm, like cleverly done, done, like yeah. a great concept. I wonder if there'll be any other shows that will take on that concept. They, they yeah, could. It is not, it's not like anything else. I no. think that's why everyone loves it so much because it is this brand new concept that has yeah. come into the West End. And it is really good. They could so easily do it with like another historical like a female historical figure or a group of female figures and kind of make it in the same way because it's suffragettes 
Yeah, Be maybe. Um, it's it's so sort of it works so well. Um, it's so funny as well. It's hilarious. Mm. Like it, it proper had me laughing. It was, and it's one of those things that the songs sound so much better live than they do. Yeah, I on the CD, the CD does not do it. Just I've gone really off the soundtrack all. a bit. Like I've listened to it because I like the songs and they sound great as pop songs, but just in comparison, like the. I was thinking this earlier, like, because I knew we were doing the podcast later. I was like, if I gave it a five when we rated it, which I don't think I did, then like it would have gone down to like a four or a three now because just because it's so much better live. Go and see it live. It sounds so flat when you listen to it back now. So for those who don't know what it's about, what is Six about? So Six is about um, Henry VIII's six wives and kind of their stories um, about how well how they were divorced beheaded died or survived um um yeah and they all have their own um little songs and everything and they look like a bit like a girl band but each female is inspired by a female solo artist so or a, or a couple cool. i think yeah. that's why when you listen to the soundtrack they sound very similar, similar. To some, like one was inspired by jesse J, one was inspired by alicia keys one was inspired by um Ellie Gold, like Ellie Golding and Ariana Grande, so it's all yeah, very clever and very well done. It's kind of putting that his- historical moment into a pop concert, mm. which has been very well done. It's Making like history it's like fun, Hamilton, yeah. but flipped on its head. Like mm. it's the same kind of thing, but done in a completely different way. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I noticed listening back now is that the songs really don't give you much in terms of like history. Like it's just kind of like a pop song, um, and I was amazing how much you come away like learning from the dialogue we're having mm-hmm. between because it's not a huge amount. So to try and get your history teacher to take you to see it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. school trip. Also, I, I think I said this to to you guys off podcast, but the audience that it's kind of aimed at, which I think is predominantly like a younger group of sort of teenage girls, because when you see like a lot of the stuff, they tend to be the people waiting because. You know, like Ariana Grande, you look at the audience she brings in, it makes sense that that would be who they aim the show at. But I think just like the humor would be lost on them. Like definitely, definitely take people of that demographic to go and see the show. I'm sure they will enjoy it, but I don't think they'll fully appreciate it. Like it's, uh, it's, you you could take anyone to see it. And um, I think that I saw a couple of grumpy old men like, oh, I don't really want to be here. And then, you know, like, they were smiling and clapping along and it's so good um yeah Fair so enough. so good cool what else have you seen we also um this was for tom's birthday uh, so yeah i'll let birthday tom birthdays introduce this one yeah we saw uh the falsettos at the other palace um so i'm gonna do this whole review in falsetto <laughs> um we no, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> how quickly would that wear off? Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I, I Falsettos is a show I've wanted to see for ages, um, but it's not come over here. Uh, it, I think it was made in like the 80s or 90s. It's quite old, but then they recently revamped it. Um, and yeah, I, I'm desperate to see it. And so, yeah, we, we went for my birthday, which was... A while ago now, but um, yeah, uh, we both weren't really sure what to make of it, like going into it, I think, because Anna didn't know anything about it and 
Um, I know the Broadway version, which has got a really, really good cast. Um, and it's just like a very tight put together show. So, uh, so what is it about? What is Falsettos about? So it's about a Jewish family living in the late seventies, uh, a mum, a dad and a son, Jason. Uh, and the dad has, um, the dad's run away with a gay guy called Wizard. So he sort of realizes that he is gay and runs off with another man, uh, kind of breaks up the family, but wants the family to stay as a family, um, which obviously is complicated because they're all kind of need time to, and space to kind of think and, uh, and grow. Um, so yeah, so they're, they're going to therapy, uh, and the therapist falls in love with the mum. Um, it's very Sondheim-y, um, but also really funny. And I, it's not as heavy as Sondheim because I'm not the biggest fan of Sondheim and I really like this show. So I, I think don't let that put you off if you're not a fan. Um, yeah, so first half is set in the seventies and then the second half is set in the eighties, five years later. Um, and it's, yeah, it's just about the family living and, um, living with each other and kind of their lives. It's not about, it's not that exciting, but it's a really good show. Um, and yeah, it's quite sad. I won't spoil it, but it is quite sad at the end. So yeah. Um, cool. Anna, what did you think? I loved it. It was really good. The set was very clever because it was all black and white. Okay. Um, and the kid in it likes chess. So the floor was a chessboard. Nice. The black and white, which was really clever. And, um, they had like these like um, family photos everywhere. So that was kind of the majority of the set. And they used the photo frames to obviously like kind of set the scenes as well. I can't really explain it properly, but there were so many photograph like photo frames that they could like digitally put photos in to make the scenes. Uh, yeah, all the photos yeah. were projected. Which was very clever. And then even on the stage, they had some like empty frames that the cast stood in. So they looked like they were in a picture frame and kind of was yeah. reacting to scenes sometimes or if they were singing. Um, and it is a show that is sung the whole way through, a bit like Les Mis. There's like not really any dialogue. It's just sung the whole way through. Oh, nice. Um, but I, like Tom said, I didn't know much about it and I very much enjoyed everything about it and I loved it very much. The music's very, uh, I mean, yeah, it was, it was so lovely that I've never heard a nicer soundtrack with harmonies it's easy listening yeah the harmonies are so nice in it um throughout um so yeah really lovely and i thought the performers were amazing um really really good and it's just i think it's it's just such a shame that it just can't be as big as other things like wicked or something i think that part of that is because it's quite american it's about an american jewish family living in i think in new york in like the suburbs so, I see, so I don't, which is also why I was a bit. It's a bit like, you know, yeah. when we talked about assassins at the watermelon, so yeah. it's very American. And yeah. public, that's why I said it's a shame. It's good. It's just a culture that we don't have. Yeah. yeah. It just never will be like. It doesn't resonate with something. people as well here, yeah. does it? Mm. But Fair I think, enough. I think given the chance it would, uh, but I think it's like, do they take that risk of kind of putting it on? But it, it was so good. And the, the kid we had playing Jason was like the best child performer I think we've ever seen. He was so, yeah. so good. And um, he's in it throughout the whole thing that he doesn't really get a break either. 
Then we then we looked at his bio and realised that he played Zach in School of Rock. And Which then... we think we saw him in. <laughs> I was like, I really recognise this child. <laughs> but then I was like, that means he plays guitar as well. Like, yeah, what's wrong with this kid? Gifted. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, there wasn't a weak link in it performance-wise. But yeah, we were supposed were to have very strong. We were supposed to have Matt Cardle in it, which we spoke about on the podcast. Um, did. But the part he was going to play was the <laughs> was the last part I would have cast him as. Like there was, yeah. I would have put him as Wizard, who's the the gay guy that the dad runs off with. But he was playing the therapist, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm glad it, we you, had you who know, we had. Like, I'm so glad he wasn't in it because yeah. you just know that would have ruined the whole. Stop stunt casting. There we go. Show. It's ridiculous. Nothing against him, but just like I'm so glad we had the cast we had, and like they weren't massively well known performance i think the uh the dad might have been actually but they'd all done stuff but nothing massively well known um daniel boys yep. yeah he's well known in the uh yeah he was that was him world. He, was the, uh, he was yes. the, the dad marvin yeah. um he was they, so good they also Anna was on about the projection stuff they interact with the projections as well like there's a point where um the kids having therapy and he's like taking pages off of his calendar mm. um and he was just like pretending to take them off as oh, they fell off on the projection mm-hmm. that's quite cool yeah it was it was so good yeah. same again one of the best pieces of theater I've, I've seen we got really like we're on a streak at the minute so <laughs> yeah good show i'm glad it was at the other palace though like it's such it's a nice such theater. an intimate theater that. um and it really really worked there and i'm glad it got the chance to come over here cool and perform i think it's finished now or will be when so, i won't have long yeah, left yeah go and see it if you get the chance or if it if it goes anywhere else but you can watch the whole of the falsettos on broadway.com and youtube but the version's not as good on youtube because i think someone's just put it on there um but yeah go and watch it and it was supposed to be my album of the week last week but I forgot. <laughs> so there's many we'll more get, albums we'll get to right, come. We'll, exactly. someone else might do it but cool awesome Hey-ho. wonderful lucy what did we go and see so let me put this into context all four of us went to London to go to the theatre, but we didn't go together. <laughs> we went in couples. So um, Tom and Anna went and saw Falsettos, and Lucy and I went and saw... Comedy About Bank Robbery. Yeah, we did. What do you think of it? It was very good. It wasn't as good as Grown Ups. Ah, yeah. I don't think, because um, it's by the same company. Um, so it was put on by the same company. The set and kind of physical side of the theatre was, I would say, just a little... Well, no, some parts were better, some parts were not as good, but everything was still very smooth and well-run and well-rehearsed. It was still so funny. It still, like, everything had a purpose to why it was there. It was amazing, and again... It's something that I would happily see again and advise anyone to see. Um, we had seats right at the back of the stalls and like literally like the last row of the stalls. Yeah. Um, which was the same for grown ups. Grown ups it didn't matter at all. For this, it didn't really matter, but we couldn't see quite like a vital part of the second act of the show. It was shown on a screen instead. Um, but apart from that, it didn't matter that we were at the back of the stalls. Um yeah, another really good piece from that company. So, well done. Yeah. They haven't done a bad thing yet, I don't they're, think. They're so on it. It was a good well, show. depending on taste, I guess. But True. You know. Yeah, like Lucy said, we saw Grown Ups a few weeks ago and I don't know what it was about it, but I don't know if it's new or it's fresh or it just resonated better with us. 
um, yeah, grown-ups was... I think the other thing with grown-ups was great. that the people, that the principals, actors in grown-ups were the people who had written it. Mm, so they true. knew exactly how they mm. wanted it to be delivered. Whereas with comedy about bank robbery, the people who had written it were in grown-ups. So we had other actors and mm, I'm true. they were amazing. I'm not faulting the actors at all, but I think when you get an original cast or like people who have written it with the intention knowing exactly what they wanted it is going to be that little bit better i think i have with hamilton but i also think with with grown-ups like there's a there's a thing it's people playing the same people at three stages throughout their life whereas comedy about bank robbery is a comedy about About a bank bank robbery like there's nothing like it's a great show but there's nothing to it is there it's it's exactly yeah it's a funny show you go and see it because it's people that have a bank robbery and it's slapstick and it's funny whereas grown-ups is i assume those things as well but Uh, you've got like not as much probably not not as slapstick no it's not as slapstick but no you've you've got like you know it's a comedy isn't it and you've got like that thing where it's like oh this is something different that i mean i guess it's kind of been done before like blood brothers in a different way it's just so good yeah they're both it's just a great 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 company and you should see anything they do ever i think magic goes wrong is their next one magic and i think goes we're, wrong, yeah. I, we'll probably all get tickets to see that i would imagine yeah definitely they are just brilliant so yeah a, a comedy about a bank robbery was it was funny from the off like the first scene is just a massive play on words. Oh which, my god! It's like the first couple of words really and you're laughing. Appealed to me and is really funny. Um, loads of slapstick stuff, which I really, really like. Uh, their timing was impeccable. Also, probably we probably can't talk about it that much because you don't want to give much away. But how good is the bird's eye view <laughs> scene? Uh, oh see, yeah, yeah. So we had screens. That's so clever. Oh no, 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 yeah, we didn't not for that bit. Oh, oh! All about know, the bit you're where you're the looking bit. at the scene oh, yeah, from yeah. from like from the roof. Yeah, we still had screens for that bit. Yeah. That that oh god, go and see so. it just for that scene. It's yeah. so clever. He's clever. He's very very clever. There. Yeah. So I mean, it, it like it won't give anything away because there's so many visual gags, but it's just a scene from a bird's eye view. So instead of them acting on the floor, they're acting on the back wall. Yeah. Um, Which breaks a fourth. They break the fourth wall. A lot, which yeah. makes it funnier. Yeah, so, yeah. But um, uh, there's so many visual gags that go with that hand in hand. So, um, yeah. Oh, go and go and see it just for that. Yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, it is a really, really good show. Um, what else do they do? Play goes wrong. Peter, Peter Pan, Pan goes, goes wrong, wrong, which is coming back for Christmas. Yeah, always comes at Christmas. Time, Alexandra it? Palace. Is it Christmassy or is it like a mick take uh, of a panto? It's like yeah, it's kind of almost like a mick. Because it is Peter Pan, I guess you cannot almost say it is a Mickey take of a panto just because it is. Um, and it, like there is a bit where they're like, oh, no, it isn't. And he's like, shut up, it's not a panto. Because <laughs> they yeah, call it a Christmas play when it's obviously a panto. So I they're. Um, play on that. Yeah. The, the, show, the show that they're doing, that production of Peter Pan, is basically a panto, but the show itself. Peter Pan goes wrong is not a panto. No. So but... it's like you're watching people put on a panto, but it's not a panto. But, but they're saying it's not. <laughs> they're like, it's a Christmas play. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Tom, have you seen anything else? No, goodbye. Okay, good. Bye. No, just kidding, of course. Uh I saw a mini midsummer I think it was called a mini summer night stream, not a mini midsummer night stream. A mini summer night stream. 
uh, at the watermill. Um, it's uh, Midsummer Night's Dream, but it's 75 minutes long with no interval and it's just three actors. Um, wow. And it was very, very good. Very funny. Um, I thought it took a little bit of time to get off the ground at the start, but it wasn't really the actor's fault. It was kind of more like they have to do the sort of story build up and add in the bits of Shakespeare so that the story makes sense. But uh, when it when it really got into it, it was uh, really, really funny. Um, they had a it was it was set in a, a clothing store in um, in a theater. So like the where they would the costume store where they keep the costumes. Um so they had loads and loads of different costumes to work with. Um, they were having to get like, they had like five, five to 10 second costume changes at points. Um, wow. So the costume was really simple and it was all kind of Velcro and it obviously it went wrong a couple of times, which was funny. Yeah. Uh, so like one of the things they did was because in midsummer night's dream there's four lovers that i guess are kind of the four main characters really um and obviously there's only three actors so you've got the three actors playing three other lovers and then uh, a coat stand playing the fourth (laughs) lover but then they're also like swapping hats and swapping glasses so that if it's like a big monologue they can take on that part and then the coat stand becomes the other character and then they're like shaking shaking people's hats so that it looks like the coat stands talking um (laughs) Yeah, really, really funny. Uh, they got audience up as well, audience interaction. So I got to play the lion. Rawr. Yeah, uh, in Pyramus and Thisbe at the end. Um, there were a couple of songs in it uh, that sounded really, really great, um, like wow. contemporary songs. Sounds very like different. Sweet Dreams uh, made of these. I can't think what that song is called. So I think it's just called Sweet Dreams. Um yeah, they had a couple of other songs. So it was kind of a, I think they said, they did a Q&A afterwards as well. And they said it was a condensed version of the Watermills uh, previous, like full scale production of Summer Night's Dream, which the same, they have contemporary songs and stuff like that. Yeah, so it was like a full scale version of that previous production. Um, they uh, <laughs> they have, the, the, the only set they've got Uh, is like a cardboard box and two costume rails with clothes on um and they have to like wheel them around to make different sets and they accidentally wheeled one of them into the audience the (laughs) night that i was there oh god um and then they couldn't get it back on stage because like the wheel had fallen off and it had like fallen onto a woman (laughs) (laughs) it was it was funny though they recovered from it really well um and yeah people were helping them get it back on um which just just made it more funny like you know they responded in character and it's yeah it's a really really funny show really good idea um and it's touring around like villages and stuff now so uh, i definitely definitely recommend you go and see it and nice. yeah it didn't feel like 75 minutes either which is good go to your local village everyone yeah, yeah. your local <laughs> village yeah mini summer night's dream cool awesome so that is all the shows that we have seen within the last couple of weeks Ooh. so now some big shows because we've seen some smaller shows would you say like in if you yeah. were to like chart musicals like off west that's end that's a big play mm. and yeah. six is big almost yeah well, I suppose that's yeah probably the the biggest yeah. um so we got sent a link from Andrew Stuckey from Ticket Source showing us a very cool interactive map that shows you the top musical 
in that country that's been searched for using Google Trends and AdWords. So this interactive map will show you the top musical for that country. And I was surprised by a few. Weren't you? My favourite was Egypt. Really? Yeah. Go on. It was High School Musical. Yeah. I was like, I didn't realise Egypt had such a big HSM fan base. (laughs) There was a lot of um, shows that I found had High School Musical. Uzbekistan and Iran. Yeah, Azerbaijan, like, Georgia. I didn't realise they had access to that. Um, yeah. You yeah. Do you know what I found interesting is that culturally, Weird. like they chose well, it came up with the musical that was like set there, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I found that interesting. Like the one I was not surprised by was Matilda in Australia. No, I wasn't surprised by Wicked either in America. Well, Australia's recently, well, maybe not recently, but not that long ago had Matilda and it was like a big release over there and it was Tim Minchin, you know, so I think. Yeah, because it's Australian and Matilda is an Australian name. I was surprised surprised it was uh, over here though. It's also the UK's. I did think it might have been Les Mis here. Yeah, me too. Or Wicked. But another like typical one that you would expect is France having Notre Dame de Paris. True. Like yeah, that yeah, is true. France but even and French and like Lion Russia. King in it was in Brazil yeah. and I cannot remember Some off the top parts of my head. Of Africa. Yeah, I think it was in quite a lot of parts of Africa. Um I thought it was quite cool. There were some musicals that I'd never heard of. Mm. Which I thought was quite cool, like Dracula. Uh, yeah, Dracula in the Czech Republic. Oh like, my gosh. Dracula oh, in the musical. Yeah, yeah, that was it. It's in um Argentina. Mm. Um, Dracula El Musical. (laughs) I was surprised that um, Cats was the one for China. I literally... China, what are you doing? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. As well as Sweden. And Shrek in Pakistan. I I think China... Some of them are really random. Yeah, they are. I think China's kind of like... Hamilton's in there for Africa. China's culture kind of would make sense to go hand in hand with Cats, though, I would have thought. Because, like... You know, they have a lot of sort of... Oh, they love cats over they, there, Well, they, they just like sort of animals and cutesy kind of stuff like that. And I Hello Kitty. Was, yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I think I think cats is like a... Don't they have cat cafes over there? We've we got cat cafes over here. I've been in one. Not interested, my friend. Edinburgh, Maison de Moggy. If I go back six more times, I get, get free coffee, I think. Or free, oh, no, I get a free hour, in there. You get a free cat. Yeah. Here, take this away. Pick I was surprised <laughs> you pick up a cat. <laughs> Literally, and I could go in there and just pick up a cat. Yeah. I was surprised that Sweden didn't have Mamma Mia. No, it's uh, cats. It's cats. Silly yeah. Swedish. But people. Finland has Mamma Mia, so yeah. But to be the honest, Swedes have had enough. To be honest, they're, yeah, they're, they're probably sick have, of ABBA. By yeah, now. like I don't know like if me. there was like I don't know. I'm trying to think of a good example, but like <laughs> something very British. If there was like the Queen, the musical. Well, actually, it's a bad example. <laughs> Brits love them. People would love that. Yeah. Yeah. True. What I was surprised at is that then when it was broken down into continents, um, so the majority of the US done by states was wicked, mm-hmm. like by a lot. There, I think there was only three that wasn't wicked. But then when you do it by continent, both North and South America um, were for the li- they chose the Lion King. So that baffled me. Crazy. That continentally, if that's a word, it's not, but I just made it up. 
they were for the Lion King. But then by states, the majority were wicked. Interesting. You've got to think of numbers, though. It doesn't tell you, like, how many people, does it, have searched no, for that? No, so. it, it's just... And it's a, it's just taken off of, off of Google, so it's mm-hmm. not a, a guaranteed... Yeah, it is just thing. so. But random, it is interesting, isn't it? really, really interesting. Gosh. It shows you how diverse. Yeah. Each country is, isn't it? True. I was surprised like, that Frozen was number forty-nine. Mm. It's not properly out yet, though, is it? True. Just saying. Yeah, true. It's not I I also just I don't wait, I, guys. It will explode. Well, okay, I but Mary don't... Poppins sixty-four. I don't, I don't think I personally don't think the appeal for the musicals is as big as the appeal for the films. Maybe for us, yeah, but true. like for the for general public, that it's all access, I, I suppose. Like yeah. what you can see within yeah. your country, and also like, oh, my four year old daughter loves Frozen. Oh, it's her favorite thing. She, she's not going to care about the musical. She no. loves the film. She she's likes not that Google thing. That. It's not the same in in her mind. True. You know what I mean, well, so I, I yeah. Just Nam- wait till it comes over here and it will all kick off again. True. Just wait. Namibia love the sound of music and South Africa love Chicago. It is like, it is so random. Yeah, I think it's... There, I, there's no logic to this at all. Well, there is, but... <laughs> but like, if I said, okay, what does Poland like? Ah, guess on the it's spot. okay. I've got this interactive map. Yeah. I can polls show the, you. Polls the musical. Yeah, exactly. They Let's like just... High School Musical. Not yeah, only like so... I, I was thinking, this is great, right? You can see what other countries like, like their top musical mm-hmm. searched is. Also, if you're a musical fan and a kid doing geography at GCSE. How much easier is this going to make learning where countries are for you just yeah. because it's it's theatre-based? Like, it's so good. There's a lot of countries on there. I was like, didn't know it was a country, didn't know it existed, mm-hmm. didn't know it was there. Yeah, Ireland, who's heard of that? And they like Wicked. I like, they well, that's Southern Ireland. Northern Ireland are with us, like in Matilda. They come under the UK, though, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, there's quite a lot I've never heard of before. Iraq, like Rock of Ages. I wouldn't even India or Rock think of Ages they too. had musicals there. To be I know, yeah, that's the thing. But I suppose it's all done by searches. So I suppose if they're um, searching for it, they don't necessarily would have had to seen it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what makes it interesting. Somalia loves a show called The Fantastics. <laughs> That's what I no, mean. it's called Fantastics. 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 Fantastics, which sound really good. And Coca-Cola have missed out on a marketing trick there, really, haven't they? They could do like sherbet I would eat sachets of Fantastics. Yeah, see, I'd eat Fantastics. They sound awesome. Coca-Cola, get on that. I could literally just... Like, yeah, I know. How long did you spend ages. just looking on them going, oh, yeah, that one. Oh, yeah, that one. It's really good. I will put a link to this in the show notes and please do go on this. to it. It is really good. And let us know what you think of it and any countries that you were surprised by. Because, yeah, there were a few that really The Percy Jackson us. musical's on there. Yeah, it is. And what country is that? Don't make me say it. Why? Is, is Swatini? 
Yeah, that would do. It's in Africa, guys. No, I, can't, I, can't, I, can't, I can't see it, so, yeah. Cool, awesome. Yeah, check out, check out the interactive map that shows you the top search for musicals in each country. Thank you very much to Andrew Stuckey from Ticket Source for that. It was awesome. So, from top shows to shows we want you to see, it is time for... News and Social. Whoop, whoop. It is time for news and social. So, Lucy, kick us off with your Amdram show for people to see in the next two weeks if it's in their local area. It is. It runs in the family by the Woodford Players at Woodford Community Centre, Chester Road, Woodford. It is a madcap comedy by Britain's foremost fast playwright set in a hospital 13 days before Christmas. Oh. And it's got... Reviews from the Sunday Times, the Sunday Express, and the London Financial Times, and they are all very good. Very good. Do they give them stars? No. Or they just say it's very good? Just comments. Oh, very good. Cool. Anna, on to your show. My show is 9 to 5 The Musical um, at the Haymarket in Basingstoke, running from the 19th to the 23rd of November. Um, You can call the box office on 012... Five six eight four four two four four, or get tickets online at anvilarts.org.uk or bats.net. Um, and that is by the Basing Stake Amateur Theatrical Society, also known as Bats. Oh, and I'm in it. <laughs> oh, just drop that in. Drop that in there. Uh, yeah, fair enough. Cool. Tom, your show. You didn't ask Anna how much her tickets You were. don't want to know. How it's much just, are tickets, Anna? Well, you'll find out when you get there. Okay. <laughs> My show is called Hidden Stories, a devised play. Uh, it's by Phoenix Players. Um, I just picked it because it is a devised show and they're not that popular uh, devised stuff. Like We no. don't see them that often. More so of a college cool. thing. That. Yeah. Um, it's on at the Emmanuel Church Hall in London uh, and it doesn't say uh, really much about what the, the actual show itself is about because I think it's still being made the uh, tickets are on uh ticketsource.co.uk slash um just check i got this right slash phoenix hyphen players i think that is um but if you search phoenix players you'll be able to find it through that way anyway um they're performing from wednesday the 20th of november to um Saturday the 23rd of November and they've also got a couple of other shows lined up Our House and a Phoenix Christmas Cracker which you can get tickets to now um, and tickets are £7 or £5 for concessions Lovely. Tickets for mine are £10 Oh, very nice Cool, awesome I haven't got a show this week I have got some more auditions for you all So if you are based in the Kingston-upon-Thames area then Mayhem Theatre are doing Legally Blonde. So auditions are, you must be over 18 years of age to audition. That is very important. They they state that quite clearly on here. So it is split between girls and boys for the auditions. So the girls are on the 2nd and 8th of December and the boys are on the 5th and 8th of December And then there's recalls on the 15th. I will post a link for all of this in the show notes because there is lots of information on there for you. Cool. 
That was... News and Social. Whoop, whoop. Okay, so let's play a game. Who's that character? Who's that character? Who, 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 who? Who is that character? character? It is who's that character. So the rules are simple. I shall think of a theatre character and the team will take it in turns to ask questions and I'll give yes or no answers until one of them guesses it correctly. And this week... The, the prize is you get to look at the interactive map for as long as you wish, uninterrupted. Ooh. ooh. Can I get a ooh? No. Okay. That's <laughs> all you're getting. Okay, good. Make the most of it. So I am thinking of a theatre character. So good, good for you. We shall go around in order. Lucy, Anna, Tom, asking me questions, and I'll give you yes or no have you answers. Of one? I have yes. Is good. it a boy? No. Well, it... that makes a change. <laughs> I knew you'd say that. Is it Rodney from Rainy Fools and Horses? No, it's not. Surprisingly. <laughs> Is it from a musical? Yes. Is it a woman? Yes. Is she the lead part? No. Is it a human woman? Yes. Is it a queen? No. Does she fall in love? No. Is she from a Disney musical? Don't think so. No. Is she old? No. Is she is she from an Andrew Lloyd Webber musical? No. Did you say she was a human? Yes. Yeah. Uh, is she from a musical that's also a film? Yes. Is she from a film that was made a long time ago? Mm, define a long time ago. 1970-ish. No. What, older or... What are you asking from 1970 no, till let's now? let's go 1980 and then behind. Behind it, so... <laughs> so before, before 1980. Before 1980. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, no. Wait, so the, she's from a film? <laughs> from a 1980 film. till now? Yeah. Okay. Is she from a film from the 2000s to now? Mm, no. Or is it down? Oh, no, it doesn't. Well, there might be a remake of it oh. that I'm not aware of. Gosh. Is this musical a funny musical? Uh, some would say yes. Is it's it currently on in the West End? No. Is she a mum? No. Uh. Has it been on in the West End? Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. It has. Have we had it as album of the week? Good question. Do you know what? I am not sure. Is it from a Disney musical? No. Oh, no, you've asked that already. I did. I wasted a question. Is the show named after, like, a person? Like, I don't know, The Hunchback of Notre Dame? Oliver. Or Oliver, yeah. No. I'm going to say no. Have one of us been in this show? No. Have any of us seen this show? Not that I know of. Oh, jeez. Is it on Broadway? 
Oh, good question. I don't think so. I wouldn't have thought so. Is it Halloween-y show? Oh, oh yes. Mm, is it from the Adams family? It is. Is it Wednesday Adams? It is Wednesday Adams we, from the Adams her. family. I'm sure we've had her. Uh, and she falls in love. I think we had uh, Uncle Fester before. So, uh, yeah, just trying to throw you off the scent a bit, you know, because uh, just had Halloween and all that. You know, Halloween. So, yeah, cool. So, Tom, you get to look at the interactive map. Oh, yay. For as long as you want, uninterrupted. Congratulations. Thank you. That was... Who's that character? Who's that character? Who, 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 who? Who is that character? character? Okay, so, Tom, this section is over to you to introduce... Well, thank you very much and good evening everyone today, unless you're listening in the morning, then good morning <laughs> or good afternoon. We, this segment is called... Ta-da! Album of the Week! Bum-bum-bum! Yeah! Thank you. So it was my turn this week on the wheel, uh, and I said wheel like that because Lucy needs a wee-wee, and... I- I say wheel. I chose In the Heights. In the Heights. Yes. You did? And very good it was too. Thank you. Yeah. I wrote it myself. <laughs> did you? You must get my recipe. Ah, I shall. Lucy. I... Oh, jazz. Well, kick us off. <laughs> Go on then. Because I, I can guess that you thought I wasn't going to like it because it was Hamilton-esque. And I'm not a fan of Hamilton. I... I said I said to Anna, because I was chatting about this, I am not sure what they'll think, but I think in terms of between Hamilton and In the Heights, they'll like this one more because it's different. It sounds different and it's more like... Spanish. Suited to what it is. Yeah. yeah. Latino. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, and for that reason, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Good, good. Yeah, it was very good. It did sound like Hamilton, but that's... Uh, Mr. Lin. So, yeah, it was really good. Um, Mr. Lin. I enjoyed probably 75% of it. There was a few songs I was like, mm, not my cup of tea. But, yeah, overall, it was it was good. I like the, the Spanish feel good, good. of it. Yeah, it was very good. What's your favourite song? So, my favourite song was 96,000. Ah, that's so mine too. Yeah. It was uh, very good. So, yeah, I'd give it. Three mics out of five. Cool. Yeah, good. Lucy Day Wilson. I actually preferred Hamilton. Oh. Yeah, I didn't really know whether I was coming or going with this one. One minute it was like da 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 America, and then the next minute it was like <laughs> Hamilton, and then yeah, it's just a bit up and down and all around. Fair dues. So I would probably give it two mics, and no one particular song really stuck out for me. They were all very. Different yet similar. Fair. Two cool. mics. Favourite song? <laughs> mm. No song. Just said no song. Yeah, I didn't really stick out for her. Yeah. I didn't have one. Yeah, but even if I hate an album, we still choose songs. <laughs> <laughs> like the song I hated least. True. I, I, I don't know. They're all too similar mm. for me to Fair choose enough. one. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Anna? Yeah, really liked it. I'm guessing you listened to it before. Yes, Tom and I saw the show in 2015. 
at the King's Cross Theatre. How does it compare? Like the album? The Yeah. The soundtrack uh, to the live performance. I mean, it was pretty similar. They sound pretty similar. much exactly the same. Yeah, they're very, they stick very much to how, like even with the accents and everything, it's all very similar. Um, I guess the actors kind of have to follow it quite yeah, religiously. Thoroughly, yeah. yeah. Um, Everything I Know is my favourite song because that was the first song I listened to from the show that made me fall in love with it. Um, And, yeah, I love the show itself. And I've performed a couple of the songs as well from the show in various shows I've been in. Um, <clears throat> I did listen to one uh, while I was listening. I was like, I really recognise this. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh it's what yeah. Anna did. <laughs> and I was Anna saying did. that's one of the best things I've ever seen you sing, actually. It really suited you. What, being Spanish? Mm. <laughs> um, Don't be insulted. It sounds racist. <laughs> oh, thanks. thanks. I'm Spanish. Thanks. Could be um, worse. Yeah. So I would give it a three out of five mics. Yeah, it's a, it's a very visual show as well. Yeah, um, like the the choreography adds so much to it because it's, it's a very, very dancey show. Um, and yeah, the story is really good, but you kind of see that with the characters when you watch it. Um, so yeah, um, I like 96,000, like I said, and I like yeah. In the Heights, the first song as well. Yeah, that I, sets a scene yeah. straight off, doesn't it? Yeah, um, I, I'm getting it five. Five. Yeah. What? Wow. Oh. What? Wow. Yeah. I love. I love. Anyone... I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. Let's, good. let's move on. <laughs> Very good album. So let's spin the wheel and see who is going to be next. It is me. Yes. My album this week is Soho Cinders, a Ooh. new musical by Styles and Drew. Cool. Cool. Wanted to listen to that. Uh, there was a particular song that I loved on it. I know. <laughs> she knows. She knows all too well. It's called Wah, Wah, Wah. <laughs> um, and I've only heard a select few other songs from it. So it's an album I'd quite like to listen to all the way through. Um, and this one is a live version can I tell? Can I tell them your favourite song? Go on then. They don't make glass slippers. They don't. Am I right? You are right. <laughs> <laughs> so wah, wah, wah. it is a live concert recording. So at the end there is clapping and stuff just to pre-warn people because don't get a fright. Don't get offended <laughs> by clapping and wishing that people would uh, do jazz hands. But that's that's something for another day. What are you talking about? Um. The album cover is a pink brick wall with a yellow neon light surrounding Soho Cinder's A New Musical, Stars and Troop. And it has a parental advisory on it. So this is not safe for little ones to listen to you're in the car. So do listen to it alone. Well, maybe not alone because that <laughs> might be sad, but uh, with someone else. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, and it sneakily has Cinderella written on it. Sneaky. Yeah. So clever. If you can wah, find wah, it. Wah. It is about a, a guy. I'll tell you what, listen to it. I'll tell you afterwards because it it, it makes for an interesting, interesting story. Good. So, yeah. 
So that was... Album of the week! Yeah! So it has come to that time in the show. Well, unfortunately, we have to say goodbye. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. But before we go, we are going to give you a recommendation of our own, not necessarily theatre-based. So who would like to kick us off this week? Lucy, go ahead. Your recommendation is... My recommendation <laughs> is talk like that. Is oh, chicken? No, no, it's not. It's ah uh, or ah. You're really building this up. It's a TV series that's been on Netflix for a while, but the reason I wanted to say it is because it's like finished so you can binge watch the whole series on Netflix which Ooh. is my favorite thing. Um and it is Jane the Virgin. Very good. And since I finished watching it I'm very sad. <laughs> watch it if you want to it's be very so, sad. It is, <laughs> no, I'm sad because I can never over, watch it yeah. for the first time again and there's never going to be more. Um but also on that note is to actually do the recommendations we recommend because I did Anna's. Did and you? I started watching Shit's Creek. Oh yeah. And I love it. It's amazing. Isn't I've got se- season two already. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> I did yours, oh, I'm Lucy, so glad too. You did you? Oh, yeah, you did. Oh, yeah, Tom did. Married Annoyed. Mm. Um, True. Yeah, and I also enjoyed it. Good. Good. Oh, I did so Tom's glad. a while back. One of Tom's. What was that? I can't remember what it was. <laughs> Burp on the tube really loudly. I technically have watched Jane the Virgin. That is true. Be Be there for your friends. (laughs) (laughs) You never tried that one. You dog. Funny. What's your recommendation, Anna? My recommendation is make sure before you go to bed that your alarm is set properly. (laughs) Is that a dig? Not you. Oh, okay. Were you late for work this morning? I was very late for work this morning. Oh. What time did you wake up? Nine o'clock. What time were you meant to wake up? Half past seven. <laughs> that is very late. What time did you get to work? I ended up only being like an hour and a half late, but I was due in at nine. It just messes <laughs> up your day. Like I felt rubbish Does. all day because I yeah. got up late. I did the same thing. Yeah. Must be something in the ether. Yeah, it's crazy. So uh, make sure that when you set your alarm, so make sure you set your alarm the night before and you triple check it. And don't say oh, yeah, they do. Jazz I'm usually so alarm. good. Yeah, he just alarm. turns it off. I turn it off. And then oh. he and he keeps like keeps waking me up. It, yeah. And it keeps like <laughs> it gets to the point where I'm led there wide awake because he just doesn't yeah. turn it off. So uh there you go. It's put me in a rubbish like oh. thing all day. Yeah, it, it does throw big, you off, doesn't it? It makes a big difference. I'm, I'm so, so paranoid about my alarm. I like, I yeah. quadruple check it every <laughs> night. And then I check, it says like, it's set for this long and I have to make sure that it's not like a day that it's like 12 hours or mm. whatever. I was just so Super tired paranoid. last night. I got home and I was exhausted. And you know, yeah. when you just think you've done something, brush my teeth and I was like, I've set my alarm. And I thought I double checked it, but. That's why you triple check it. That's, I need to triple, quadruple <laughs> triple check, check it. it. Exactly. Get your mum to check yeah. it. Yeah. Tom, your recommendation? My recommendation is to get Disney Plus. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wait, yeah. we have to wait four months. Yeah. Thanks, True. Disney. That's right. It's crashing um, anyway. So My, uh, yeah, you can't even use a VPN and get I it over here because you have to have an American card. Tram. Well, you can just have to stream it online. Um, my, <laughs> recommend, my actual recommendation is a book. Um, 
called The Lost Causes of Bleak Creek um, by Rhett and Link, who uh, have spoken about them before. I recommended their podcast, which I actually think is maybe what Jazz listened to out of my recommendations. Um, I was listening to that before. Ah, okay. Recommendation. Um, yeah, it's kind of like a horror, <laughs> dark kind of novel um, set in the kind of 90s or it's based on those two kind of when they were growing up but like a kind of fantastical version of you know uh things that didn't actually happen but based on true events uh based on true characters and places um and it's like number nine on the new york best time best bestseller bestsellers. new york time bestsellers book wow. list just below stephen king so awesome check it out it's quite short as well cool just like me yeah What's yours, Jazz? My recommendation is uh, another podcast. And I quite like recommending other podcasts because they hear about it and then like our podcast, which is quite cool. Um, It is called Magic King Dom. And it is about a girl who is in Disneyland in California and an apocalypse happens and she is one of very few survivors and we meet up with her later on in the years and she's documenting herself on the on the camera so that's how we're able to like hear her um and it kind of continues on it's short each episode's like eight minutes long it's like really short and i've been what binge listened to it the last two days so it took me two hours to listen to two series and a new series is coming out on 24th of November. So you can listen to it in time already for all the new stuff to come out. Cool. But it is really cool. So if you like Disney and you like like futuristic, post-apocalyptic stuff, then it's probably right up your street because there's loads and loads of Disney references in there, which is really cool. So Cool. Yeah, cool. Wonderful. Thank you for listening. Please do get in contact with us on our socials. Our, you can email us. It's all an act at outlook.com. We love hearing from you. Please do listen to the album of the week, which is Soho Cinders. And we shall see you and you shall hear us in the next episode. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Ah. At podcast. Stop jibber jabbering.